Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Doing this morning. Oh, that's so powerful. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So grateful. Good morning. Yeah, I'm gonna let that play just a little bit. Don't give up the fight. Don't give up the fight. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't give up the fight. Lord, we just bless your name this morning. We just praise you. We just magnify you. You are so awesome. You are so amazing. And we just say thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being all that we need. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you for a fresh anointing this morning and for you being all that you called us to be. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you, Father God, for you being all that we need, Lord God. You are everything. And we just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for having a sound mind. Thank you, Father God, for peace and for joy and your presence, Lord God, and your patience with us. Father God, thank you for grooming us and thank you, Father God, for making a way when it seemed to be impossible, Lord God. And thank you, Father God, for just being our present help, Lord God. We thank you this morning for even the rain, Lord God, for we know that it can produce a harvest, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for Jesus this morning. We thank you for your love, Lord God, that can only come from on high, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for being our present help. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. We thank you for being Jehovah Shammah. We thank you for being love and light and Father God, for who and what you are. We thank you, Father God, for being the will, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for being the way. We thank you for being the light. We thank you for being the truth, Lord God. We thank you. You are a sovereign God. We thank you. You are a merciful God. And we just bless your name, magnify you, and say thank you this morning, Lord God. We just want to take time out, just bless you. Praise you and say thank you this morning, Lord God. We don't even have an agenda. We're not going to even go with our own agenda, Lord God. We're going to go with your agenda this morning. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let your presence fill this place. Let your presence be in this room. Let your presence be in the studio. Let your presence be in our homes. Let your presence be in our cars, Lord God. Let your presence be in our workplaces, Lord God. Just Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Have your way. You take precedent. You take precedent. You take root in us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, from the power that's on high, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We lift you up this morning. And holy, holy is your name. Holy, holy is your name. 
Holy, holy is your name. Holy, holy is your name. We love you so much, Lord God. We love you so much, Lord God. Man, we love you so much. We just thank you. We thank you for your word this morning, Lord God. We thank you for revelation of your word, Father God. We thank you. We operate in the mind of Christ this morning, Lord God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, for you are my strength. You are my redeemer, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father God, for the full measure of faith that has already been dealt to each and every one of us. We thank you that your glory remains this morning, Lord God. We thank you that your glory remains this morning. We thank you, Father God, for peace and for joy and for a sound mind, Lord God, and food in our refrigerator, Lord God, and just coffee and things to drink, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that no hurt, harm, or danger came to us last night, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the activities of our limbs, Lord God. We just want to bless your name this morning, Lord God, and say thank you. Thank you, the God of peace, Lord God. And thank you for being the God of war when we need you to go to war on our behalf. We thank you, Jehovah Gabor. We thank you, Father God. We bless, praise, magnify you and just say thank you this morning, Lord God. Thank you for being the ram, Lord God, in the bush. We thank you, Father God, for being our advocate. We thank you for being the way, the truth, the light. Lord God, we thank you for giving us life again, my God, and we thank you for Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus, Lord God. My God, we're going to bless your name this morning. We're going to bless your name. We're going to enter in your gates with thanksgiving, Lord God. We're going to enter into your courts with praise, and we're just going to bless your name this morning, Lord God. We're going to bless your name. You are so worthy to be praised. You are so worthy to be praised, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you for lights and shelter, Lord God. We're going to take nothing for granted this morning, Lord God. We're just going to bless and praise you and for opportunities and divine assignments and appointments, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. We just bless you, Father. We just bless you, Father. We just bless you, Father. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for taking over this broadcast. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We just bless your holy name. We just bless your holy name. We just bless your holy name, Lord God. We just bless your holy name, Lord God. We just bless your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Yero o shi ata kayero no yero o shi aba kayero o she etama ayero o she etama ishe tega in Jesus name Amen. My God, you gotta just press into the presence of God and learn to experience the very breath of God. And sometimes it's not about it going our way or according to protocol or according to the standard. It's just about allowing God to have his own way, to allow his presence and his peace to fill your room. room. And if you ever want to feel the presence of God, then I just, I just tell you, invoke him in. Man, praise moves him. Just get into your presence and just begin to thank him for things. And if you can't think of what to thank him for, just start looking around you and putting your hands on things and thank him for things that seem might, they might not even seem important to you and start thanking him for your coffee cups and thank him for your Bible and thank him that you have eyes to see and thank him that you got a car outside and 
Thank him, Father God. Just begin to bless his name, praise, and thank him. I think sometimes we water down our praise or we don't give him enough praise and he is due all the praise. I don't care what your circumstance or your situation looks like. Don't let the enemy overwhelm you with any truth less than God is still God and he is on the throne and he is the supreme being and he is the great I am and he will move heaven and earth for you because he loves you that much. Invoke him with the praise. Don't let the angels be the only ones saying, holy, 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 holy. Don't, don't break protocol. If you're looking for God to do something for you, then you get outside of yourself and you just press in and you just bust. It's so easy for us to get caught up in the norm that we miss the opportunities to experience the presence of God. And we're not going to miss no more opportunities to experience the presence of God. Lord God, we love you. We're going to get into this word and this devotional today. And we, man, I, Melissa, man, I did too, Lord. We thank you. You better just start blessing him. I got to thank you in my spirit. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are JoyNet Radio Live, Instagram Live, and Facebook Live. We are not YouTube Live today. For those of you that typically catch us on YouTube, we're not YouTube Live today. But we will upload this video later on on YouTube. Thank you for joining in in Coffee and Conversations. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your host for today. And I just got a praise in my belly for the Lord. I just, a renewed faith, um, a steadfast faith. Um, I'm just ready to experience him at new heights and new levels. I, I got a sound mind. I'm in my sobriety. I'm sober today. And I'm just grateful. And I know to encounter him. I, I want to just let him have my own way. I'm just putting it all at the altar and telling, I, I want my life to be a very praise to him. I want my life to be a very praise to him. So I want to share something with you. But before that, I do that. Man, we haven't even dry, dropped this flyer yet. And the registrations are already coming in for Pillow Talk. It is here in Little Rock. That's Pillow Talk, the experience, spirit, soul, and body. That's going to be March 2nd. We got some special packages for uh, those of you that want to register three or more ladies. Make sure you email us at info at justbeinglmj.com. Go ahead and get registered. The event is on Eventbrite. We're going to have some special speakers coming in. We got some women. Um, I'm inviting a few women in who are small business owners. They're going to talk to you a little bit about their gift, about their product. I'm telling you this conference, we're going to feed you. We got a journal for you. I'm telling you this conference. It's not even a conference. It's like a mini, a mini conference. I'm telling you Saturday, March 2nd, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the spirit of God. You're going to walk away refreshed, restored, or renewed. Invest that in. Thank you. I had a couple people um, already so into it and so seeds into it and sponsor people. So we've been able to offer a few ladies scholarships and I'm so grateful to what God is going to do. So don't bypass that. Don't think you can't get it. That's March 2nd here in Little Rock from 9 to 1.30. That flyer drops a little bit later today, but the registrations are already coming in. So don't miss that opportunity. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about your measure of faith. I brought that up. Um, and it's a better read out the King James Version of the Bible. Um, but I'm going to read it to you at the, out of the New Living Translation. And what the King James Version of the Bible says is we've been all dealt or given the measure of faith. Faith. 
the measure of faith, not a measure of faith. And we are not talking about a quantity of faith. And I think the scripture has been misinterpreted for so long. And so we'll begin to think that another person has more faith than we have. And it's not that another person has more faith than we have. It's that we don't have the revelation of what the word of God says about a specific situation. And because we don't have the revelation of, of a particular uh, for God in our life about a specific situation, we'll think that we don't have the measure of faith. And this is why the Lord continuously and constantly says to us, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not compare yourself to absolutely anyone else. Do not compare yourself to anyone else. So um, Romans 12 and 3 says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me. And this is Paul talking. He said, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better. My God, that within itself will preach and go a long way. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. First, let me explain this first part to you. The faith that God has given us comes when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And so um, if someone is not saved, they're not going to even be able to conceive what you're talking about. And sometimes we fall into uh, the situation where we're overwhelmed or consumed and we're trying to get people to get or understand or get revelation for what we're talking about. And someone can't even conceive what we're talking about if they're not saved. So the only way that you're going to get this measure of faith, first of all, is that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord as Savior, that you accept Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. That's the very that's the very first significant thing here. This measure of faith comes from accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. And then after we accept him as Lord and Savior, this measure of faith that God has told, this is the same measure. We all have been dealt with and given the same exact measure. This measure of faith that we all have been dealt and been given the reality comes or the measure is exercised when you have true revelation of who Jesus is. See, a lot of times we talk about the death, but we keep forgetting about the resurrection. We forget, keep forgetting about the fact that he got up with all power in heaven and earth and in his hands. We forget he stole the keys to the gates of hell. And so a lot of times we're being robbed of our sound mind and we're being robbed of our finances. Come on, Holy Ghost. And we're being robbed of the benefits. John 10, 10 said that only the thief came to destroy, but I came so that you can have life and have more abundant. We are being robbed of our more abundant life because we don't understand the measure of faith that has already been dealt to us. So he's saying, be honest in your evaluation of self, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. But or, or it says you've been dealt or given the measure of faith. You've already been given a measure of faith. We're all given the measure of faith that comes from accepting Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now, here is where the problem occurs. The problem occurs when you 
don't understand what your what your faith means and what accepting Christ means for us. We are sitting in circumstance and situ situations when the blood already dealt with that. That's on the blood. Like I grew up a little bit in the hood. That's on the blood. That's already on the blood. And so there are certain circumstances and situations that we've accepted as normal in our life because we don't have the revelation of the resurrection of when Christ came off that cross. We're still mourning him on the cross and he's like man but i got up with all power on uh, heaven and earth in my hands and i need you to understand who i am so we've all been dealt this measure of faith that's why you can't get into this comparison game because you may see god moving and acting and doing in my life thinking that he's a respecter of person and god is no respecter of person and people will tell you well favor ain't fair favor ain't fair for those who don't have faith Favor ain't fair for those who don't have faith. So you have all the faith that you need inside of you. You just need to know how to exercise your faith. And what has happened to many of us is our faith is not being exercised because we put more faith in the natural things around us. I'm going to talk to you about in just a minute about the woman with the issue of blood and what happened first and then what occurs next. Come on, Holy Ghost, after she exercised her faith. But I want to ask you something. If you wake up in the morning and you feel sick, right? Um, say you feel like you got a cold or something coming onto you. Do you reach for the word of God first or are you reaching for modern medicine? See, whatever you reach for first, come on, baby. That's what determines your faith. Whatever you reach for first, first is what determines your faith. Your measure of faith is already in you. So next, So the next thing is, you got to exercise your faith and how this faith gets exercised is by studying the word of God, becoming familiar with the spirit. You're not going to keep charging God. You're not going to keep blaming God. You're not going to keep making haphazard decisions. If you really, truly understand what the word of God says about you, why Jesus got off that cross and what, and what that does for you. When you got revelation, when you get real revelation of Christ and who Christ is in your life, you're going to see the manifestation of what God is. So ask yourself, what do you reach for first? What do you reach for first? What am I reaching? Am I reaching for my word? See, when you're in a sound mind, you know that medicine, modern medicine, man-made medicine could potentially have you messed up. My son was sick and I was talking to a good friend of mine and he said to me, he said, um, what are you giving him? And I said, this word. I'm giving him the word. I'm giving him the word. Now, naturally, I gave him some essential oils, but I'm giving him the word. We don't have man-made medicine in our house. And the reason that we don't have man-made medicine in our house is because I trust the word to perform and do what it says. So your measure of faith is determined by what you reach for your revelation and what you believe. So it's not that somebody has more faith than you, right? You grow from faith. It's that their faith is growing because they are taking the word of God to be the word of God. Now let's talk, let's get on over into this New Testament and talk about this woman with the issue of blood. We have heard this story so many times. This lady was dealing with this issue 12, what, 12, 13 years. As a matter of fact, she shouldn't have even been where she was. 
She shouldn't have even been where she was when a woman had issues with blood or when you had issues with blood, you were actually supposed to be outside the community. And in the book, it says she gave and tried all she could. She spent all her resources. She gave absolutely everything she needed to the doctors. She had given all she absolutely had. She had tried. She had probably called on mama them. She had probably took some remedies. She had probably, and then the significant thing happens next. She heard that Jesus was about to be on the scene. And she says something so powerful. She says, if it isn't but for just one touch, if I don't get but just one touch, if I can crash this hem of his garment, if I can be in his presence, man, she was like, if I can press into him, if I can feel him, if I can be near him, I know that this Jesus has the power to change my situation. And man, you know what happens next. As soon as she pressed in, as soon as she touched the bottom, as soon as she pushed, pushed outside of her comfort zone, as soon as she stopped relying on man-made medicine and relying on man-made things and relying on her job. See, some, the, the, it's so I'm telling you, when you understand revelation of this word, when you understand the measure of faith, it's not that I got more faith in you. It's that I have the revelation that the word is the word. I have the revelation that the word works. I have the revelation and believe that God said by Jesus stripes, I am healed. And so if he's healed, why do I need medication in my household? Why do I need medication? And some of y'all are like, okay, well, I'm, I'm diabetic. Work that out between you and God. I'm not going to tell you because it's only going to happen. This miracle only happened for her because of her measure of faith. That's why sometimes you got to be careful who you ask to get in agreement with you. Because if they don't operate in that level of faith, it's not going to matter. They're not going to believe God what you're believing God for because they can't believe that for themselves. Your measure of faith has already been dealt. It's like a hand. You've already got dealt. It's how you play the cards. See, I was a good spades player. Some of y'all might not have played spades. I know how to play a little bit poker. A lot of times it's how you play your cards. It's how and what you believe in this word. It's not a problem for people to tithe when they understand what the tithe does for them. The word says the tithe rebukes the devourer. It's not hard for people to give when they understand what giving does for them. Luke 6, 38, giving it shall be given unto you. Press down, give it back to you in the same measure. Full and running over. Open up the windows of heaven. Pour me out a blessing. It's not hard to operate. It's not hard to operate in love when you understand what love did for you, right? It's not hard. That's not hard when you get the true revelation of that in your word, in your heart, in your mind. And the only way that you're going to be able to get the true revelation in that in you is that you spend time in your word. You have got to in this season not be haphazardly in your word. You just cannot get church in or Bible study in. You got to get in a position and a plan that says, I want to learn the mind of Christ. I want to operate in this same thing. If he says spiritual signs, if he says signs and wonders and miracles were supposed to follow us, if they're not happening, why are they not happening? It's not because the power isn't there. It's because we don't trust and believe in the word. We don't trust. And I'm not telling you not to have surgery. I'm telling you to seek the Holy Spirit. I had surgery on my feet, but my feet, when I tell you, my feet did a supernatural thing. I'm telling you, my feet did a supernatural thing. And even when I began to have a complication, I spoke the word and I watched the word transform and perform and do. So it's not that you don't have or you have been dealt a smaller measure of faith than someone else. It's the fact that you're not exercising your faith. 
The word is not working because you're not exercising. The word is not working because you don't believe in it. There is a weightiness. Even when y'all post on here, even when y'all post on here, I can tell when y'all saying stuff just out of habit, just out of habit. And there's no, there's a weightiness that comes when someone truly believes the word of God. When somebody truly believes the word of God, when someone truly stays steadfast, you're immovable. If I needed something from what am I, I know how my kids act. If I needed something from my, 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 my father, I'm going to press into his presence. Like I'm not, I'm like Jacob was. He said, I'm not letting go till you bless me. I'm going to wrestle with you until this thing manifests. That's where your measure of faith begins to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. Why? Because you're taking the word to be the word. You're taking the word to be the word. So you got to ask yourself tomorrow, this morning, has this not happened for me? Because I ain't really trusting and believing in the word. Am I really sold out on what the word says about me? Low self-esteem, depression, all of that stuff easily sets in. Because the enemy knows when you don't know your truth about yourself, you'll believe anything. You'll, you'll, you'll be subject to anything. And the reason that you're subject to anything is because you don't know where your word, what the word says. You're not steadfast in the word. You're not immovable. You're not abiding. You're not abounding in the word. You're not letting the word be your truth. She got her miracle when she abandoned everything that was natural and pressed into the presence of her father. And as soon as she pressed into the presence of the father, father, her miracle occurred. Her breakthrough came. Change came. And so just ask the Holy Spirit, show me this morning, Holy Spirit, the areas of my life where my measure of faith, that's why I said, don't judge. Don't watch what anybody else is doing spiritually unless it's to use as a measurement of saying, okay, Lord, if this is what faith does, then I need to operate in this so that I can grow closer to you. But don't, and definitely don't judge yourself and think you are in a certain place or in a certain position. You better let this word, you got to be judged according to what the word says. You got to be judged according to the word says. Don't get steadfast. Don't get immovable. Don't get in a position. Position yourself only in the word. Don't get in a position. That's why he said, hey, slow yourself down. Don't become too haughty. Don't become too high-minded. Don't assume that you're somewhere that you're not. And then don't compare yourself to anybody else. The reason why is we've all been dealt this measure of faith. And the reason we've all been dealt this measure of faith is because God gave it to us all from the beginning. He gave it to us all from the beginning. Well, guess what? We're just about a time out of time. I love y'all so much. Wasn't that good? Come on, Holy Ghost. He just entered right in and took this thing right over. You already have been dealt your measure of faith. Get the revelation of what the word says about you. Get the understanding of the what the word says about your situation. Don't rely on man-made things for your situation. Get the revelation of what the word says about your situation and stay steadfast on that and don't move. If the Lord has already said something to you, if there's already a promise in your um, future, then you don't need to do anything else but hold steadfast to that promise. Hey, we about to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. And I promise you, I'm ready to see the miracles of God in our hand. Log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Thank you for all of our monthly partners. Those of you that have yet to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life, we're going to extend the opportunity to you. If God, Christ is the Lord and Savior, man, all you got to do is acknowledge your sins. 
and then acknowledge him as Lord and Savior in your life. And then guess what you get to do? Get in that water and get baptized. And then I'm going to encourage you. Join. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.